Father Remmel, and a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Well, the day started off a bit cloudy. I thought that we were going to have rain. Maybe we did have rain in some areas. But wherever you are, I hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful day. And we come to the end of this Tuesday, and we simply want to say thank you to the Lord. Pray the Psalms and have a short reflection on the Gospel of the day. So thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil. Stay with me, pray with me, and hopefully be inspired by the Lord in our evening prayer. Now let's ask the Lord to be with us and to come to us and to help us to pray. O God, come to help us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 26, a psalm about having trust in time of affliction. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? When evildoers draw near to devour my flesh, it is they, my enemies and foes, who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart would not fear. Though war break out against me, even then would I trust. There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savor the sweetness of the Lord and to behold his temple. For there he keeps me safe in his tent in the day of evil. He hides me in the shelter of his tent. On a rock he sets me safe. And now my head shall be raised above my foes who surround me. And I shall offer within his tent a sacrifice of joy. I will sing and make music for the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. O Lord, hear my voice when I call. Have mercy and answer. Of you my heart has spoken. Seek his face. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. Dismiss not your servant in anger. For you have been my help. And do not abandon or forsake me, O God, my help. Though mother and father forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Instruct me, Lord, in your way. On an even path, lead me. When they lie in ambush, protect me from my enemy's greed. False witnesses rise against me, breathing out fury. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. Let us give thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. 
He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. Our Gospel reading this evening from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 29 to 37. Jesus reached the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and he went up into the hills. And he sat there, and large crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the crippled, the blind, the dumb, and many others, and these they put down at his feet, and he cured them. And the crowds were astonished to see the dumb speaking, and the cripples whole again, the lame walking, and the blind with their sight, and they praised the God of Israel. But Jesus called his disciples to him, and he said, I feel sorry for all these people. They have been with me for three days now, and they have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them off hungry. They might collapse on the way. And so the disciple said to him, But where could we get enough bread in this deserted place to feed such a crowd? And Jesus said to them, well, how, how many loaves have you? Seven. Seven, they said, and a few small fish. And then he instructed the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and the fish, and he gave thanks. And he broke them, and he handed them to his disciples, who gave them to the crowds. And they all ate as much as they wanted, and they collected 
what was left of the scraps. Seven baskets full. Jesus, truly, truly a busy man. So he goes up into the hills to pray and just to be alone and to be with his father, to speak to his father, to reflect and just to be with the father, to think of all the things he had been doing. And then the crowds bring the sick and the lame and the crippled, all the people living on the margins of society. They bring them to him and he cures them in the blind sea and the lame walk and so on. Exhausted, exhausted, Jesus. And then on top of that, he says to his disciples, I feel sorry for these people. And that sorrow, remember I've often said, is this deep feeling in his gut. It's a deep gut feeling, chesed in Hebrew. It's that deep gut feeling which Jesus puts himself into the place of those people and he feels with them in their suffering, suffering and in their hunger and their pain. I feel sorry. That sorry is not just ach shame that we say in South Africa. No, no, it's a deeper, deeper compassion. I see. I feel sorry for all these people. They've been with me now for three days, following him around. Jesus can't get away from them. They've got nothing to eat, and they don't want to send them off hungry. And the disciples, of course, they ask the question, and they say, well, where on earth are we going to find enough food to feed this crowd of people? And then Jesus says, how many loaves have you got? And so on. And he blesses, he thanks God for the loaves, and he gives these to the disciples to hand out to the people. And they all eat as much as they want, and they collect afterwards seven baskets full. Seven, I suppose, a symbolic number of, per, of, of the perfect number of baskets full. Now, there are many things one can say about this gospel today. But I think a couple of thoughts strike me, which I leave with you. First of all, the incredible compassion that Jesus has for the crowds. It's not the rich and the well-to-do that follow Jesus. It's the people uh, who have nothing, the marginalized. And notice the people bring the marginalized to Jesus. The wealthy, the rich, no, these people don't come to Jesus. It's the marginalized who are brought, the crippled, the lames, and the blind, and the deaf, and all the rest. These are the ones that come to Jesus, and they are brought by others, which just is a little indication to you and to me that we also need to bring people to the Lord. So never say to yourself, but there's nothing I can do. Bring, bring people to the Lord. Don't you say to yourself, well, I've got to do the healing. I've got to be the, 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 the healer or whatever. No, no. Bring people to the Lord. That's what the disciples did. The, the blind, the lame, the depressed, the marginalized. Bring them to the Lord. Bring them in prayer. Bring them physically to the Lord. Introduce them to the Lord and let the Lord touch them and bring them hope. Very important, bringing people to the Lord. To realize also that the Lord has a deep compassion, a feeling, a deep feeling for people in their suffering. And so when we come to the Lord in our suffering, when we suffer ourselves, whether this be from uh, um, uh, arthritis or pain or whatever it is, we come to the Lord and just know that the Lord is with us, that he feels with us in our pain. 
Let's always be convinced of that. Let's never think that the Lord is far away, not concerned about us. He feels deeply that chesed, that deep, deep gut feeling that he had for the people in his day, he has for you and for me. So never forget that deep feeling that the Lord has for us. And then when we come to the Lord and we want the Lord to heal us or to touch our lives, it's not that the Lord just says, okay, I'll touch your life and I will just give you a healing or whatever. The Lord gives us more than we want. It's like when, we, when the Lord feeds these people with the bread, the seven loaves and the fish. There were seven baskets full. The Lord always gives us more than we ask for because the Lord is generous. So let's never forget that, the incredible generosity of the Lord towards us, his mercy, his forgiveness. There is no sin that you can commit that the Lord is going to say, oh, well, I can't forgive you that sin. I will always love you, says the Lord. I will always forgive you your sin. I will always bring you that joy and that peace. Remember yesterday in the gospel, Jesus filled with the Spirit was filled with joy. And he wants to share that joy with you and with me. So let's always be mindful of the incredible joy that the Lord has and that he wants to share with us. And so when he answers our prayers, he doesn't just give us just what we ask for gives us more than we want. And that must bring us a tremendous amount of joy just to know that the Lord is so gratuitous, so generous in his love, his mercy, his forgiveness. And I pray today that you, in your brokenness, your pain, that you will come to the Lord. And in your hunger for life, your hunger for grace, your hunger for the Lord, that the Lord will feed you and just know that the Lord will give you indeed more than you could ever, ever wish or ask for. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Let your face smile on us, and we shall be safe. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. The law will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Now let us pray to God the Father, who is ruler and Lord of all. Come to us and visit your people, Lord. Come as the shepherd and tend your flock. Gather all people into the unity of the church. And Lord, remember all the sons of Abraham, all who await your promise in faith. And we pray for those who seek to escape from life. Lord, give them hope to live by and courage to persevere. And remember those who have died. Show them the glory your Son has gained for them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Prepare our hearts, Lord, by the power of your grace, and when Christ comes, may he find us worthy to receive from his hand the bread of heaven at the feast of eternal life. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
The beautiful Abbe Verum by Carl Jenkins, a very appropriate way of ending our evening prayer. So from me, Father Emil, thanks for sharing this time with me. I wish you a wonderful, restful evening. And so from me, for now, it's good night and God bless.